Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast, a place for holistic storytelling with none of the BS and a whole lot of fun. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and my mission is to interview guests that inspire, educate, and empower you to live your best life. In these stories, you'll see a part of your own journey reflected in theirs and learn to grow from it. And with that said, let's thrive. Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels. And if you're new here, welcome. This is a place for 360 wellness, real feel chats, and just overall connection so that I and you and anyone listening can just truly thrive on life. If you're an OG, if you've been around, you've tuned in to a few episodes or so, then welcome back. I appreciate it. The continued support truly, truly makes my heart smile. I know that's not actually possible, but you get the gist. (laughs) During these solo chats, I just really like to shoot the shit, discuss whatever's currently coming up for me, and I've realized over time that usually whatever I'm struggling through or working through or experiencing, it's usually happening on quite the uh, elevated level with many of you, and the amount of messages I get saying that you resonated with it or that you related or whatever it be is just always blows me away. And so I, yeah, I just like to kind of sit down and have this chat with y'all. I actually just sent Timber out of the room like a child. (laughs) I was like, go, because he was laying on the bed and I started recording and realized that all I could hear was his heavy breathing behind me. And I tried to get him to stop. Why? (laughs) I mean, you know, you can't get a dog to stop heavy breathing. So I basically just had to shoo him out and close the door. So now we're all alone, but... That's okay. Peace and quiet, not the usual cats walking on the keyboard and dogs barking and breathing. Oh my gosh. Oh, what I would give to give a to have an actual podcast studio, but until that day comes, we're fine and grand in my apartment. Anywho, I'm recording this solo kind of late. It's about 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. I had today off. It was a good day of like Therapy, processing a lot of hard of emotions, which I'll be getting into in this episode. Went for a good hike with a friend that just really grounded me. Went to Two Hands for dinner (laughs) because when I'm not working there, I'm usually stopping by for a drink or food or to say hi. Can't get enough of the place, I guess. But anyway, it was a good day. And then I was just walking timber and I felt really called to sit down and record. Well, actually, I'm standing, but you know, same difference. And so here we are. Uh, It's been a few days after my trip home to Pennsylvania. I currently live in Austin. I used to live in Pennsylvania for all of my life. Austin was my first departure from home. Big cross-country move, you know, go big or go home here. That's what I like to say. And anyway, though, it was nice to go home. Uh, There were a lot of rocky moments in the beginning of me feeling claustrophobic, just being back in a house that holds a lot of memories for me and a lot of past pain and trauma Uh, and just being back with my dad and my brother who you know haven't quite changed along this journey as I have since moving here to Austin and being on my own so there were definitely some rough moments but once I sorted through those within like a day and a half (laughs) and got enough sleep and felt clear-headed I was able to really be present and enjoy my time time at home and You know, yes, it's hard for me as a very independent 21-year-old who, you know, here in Austin, I'm seen by most people as a very successful 25, you know, like older than I am. And so to go home and 
be back with like my dad making sure like em are you going to be warm enough on our walk it's like yes dad i'm fucking warm enough i do not need a jacket thank you very much no i'm not that rude to him but that's my thoughts right like it's hard to go from a place of independence back to a place of everything that was your childhood but we did it i was able to enjoy my last few days there get some much needed time in nature and with family and see a few special individuals and then i flew back and timber and the cats were in excellent care by a friend actually someone who follows me on instagram and then we met at two hands when she came in and then she offered to stay with them and so she stayed here and then like left for work and such but they were fine and so it's such a relief to know that i can go places again uh, with the world opening up again and with the pets being taken care of so that was a definite high you know high moment high note um yeah and then the trip home also just helped me realize how much austin feels like home and I don't know, I used to think that physical space was so important to a home feeling, and I think it does, right, to a certain extent. But I've also just become such a firm believer of, like, home is where the heart is, and you can have multiple homes, right? Like, I I have my home in PA, and I truly have a home here. You know, like, this apartment is temporary. I'm going to be moving in the fall. But fundamentally, this city, the people I've met, the jobs I have, the places I've created into my routine, like, this feels like a second home. And I know someday that when I find, you know, like my person, they'll feel like a home, right? And so it was really neat to kind of have this realization of like home is whatever we need it to be. And it it truly is where the heart is. And that is, yeah, it's a good feeling to have. But all that wishy-washy high note stuff aside, uh, life has been interesting lately. There's been a lot. June started on a very high note, I'll say, right? I had friends visiting in from out of town. I was like going to you know, swim in the water with my good friends and like doing all these fun things. And that was great and all. But then I don't know, I I feel like I really got caught up in a lot of it. And so I let some things that I really do like to prioritize in life slide, just some work related things, some health related things, whatever it is. And, you know, I, I think it was good for a bit, but then I did sort of like let things slide a bit too far. And so I'm trying to kind of reel things back in, get my feet back under me, get back into like my my groove of life again. But yeah, there was just, there's a lot happening. You know, I had to say goodbye to some very good friends that I loved dearly. And I don't know, I just haven't really felt a friendship loss like that ever in my lifetime. So that was, uh, you know, <laughs> interesting experience to say the least. And then I started seeing someone, sort of, kind of. I'm someone that when I'm, I don't know, I fall quickly and I fall hard if a person feels right to me and I kind of fell hard for this guy. Fortunately, it's no longer a thing, but it was fun while it lasted. And all that being said is that I'm going to talk a bit today about just getting comfortable with my body and with who I am as an individual and how I've really had to analyze and reflect on that and separate that in the midst of losing these friendships, not losing them, but having them move away. Um, And in the midst of just having this, you know, kind of fun little fling that felt like more and then suddenly ended. So I'm just going to dive right into that. But, you know, after discussing this with my therapist and with a few friends, I just came to this realization, right, of my body is still a major struggle for me. I think I've let myself believe, or I I have felt like it had gotten better and it was getting better, but fundamentally, like, this is, body image and body struggles have been something I've struggled with from the time I was 10 years old, 
and my doctor told me I was overweight, my BMI told me I was overweight, we fit fucking told me I was overweight. Who the fuck remembers we fit? And the fucking, sorry, I'm saying fucking too much, but this fires me up. A friend and I were discussing this the other day, but like we, we fit, you know, where you'd weigh yourself every day, they'd give you your BMI, they'd tell you where you were overweight, they'd tell you were this or that, and then you'd have to, it was just became such an addictive thing for me. And I completely forgot how much of an impact that had on my eating disorder. But all that being said, body image has been a struggle for a long, long time. And as I'm here, just really trying to embark on this journey of self-discovery and unleashing my, tr- my most authentic self and just really building this life that I can thrive in, I have to work through and I have to acknowledge like this struggle. And, you know, it's just something that I've always felt uncomfortable, unsure of, insecure about my body and my weight. And even that being said, you know, it's not just in the sense of weight and body image, but in a, in my body as a whole, right? Like as in just feeling so much awkwardness and stress and shame about getting a period when I was younger and about boobs and how I dress as a girl and then as a woman feeling awkward to like undress and dress in front of others and in the locker room or even to see myself naked like in the mirror avoiding it and because of all that now as like an adult going out in the world it's taken me the last few months here in Austin to really just start to get comfortable with my body to like be able to look at myself in the mirror naked as I'm changing to be able to go in the same bathroom and pee as my friends you know because when you're at the bar and the line's 20 people deep, you see that door open, you're both hustling in there and getting comfortable with that, right? And then also in the sense of relationships, right? Like before, it's like I'd be at the type of, oh, let's just have sex with the shirt on type of vibe, which would not be fun. I mean, I don't know. You could make it fun. You could make it work. But I don't know if I want to be the one testing that out, right? And so... It's been such a journey for me over these past couple months to really get comfortable with my body as a whole and in that with my body image, with my weight, with my body shape. Like there is so much to this, so much to ponder on and unravel and think about. And after reflecting on this and discussing with others, I just really think it comes down to a few things for me at least, right? And maybe these resonate with you as well. But just the overall insecurities with body image both from, you know, internalized shame from society and from the media I take in and from my own perspective. And then another aspect of that, right, is coming in with like what society has always told me is what is proper and what's not. I don't know about you, but when I was in middle school, girls had very strict guidelines as to what they could wear. You know, we couldn't wear anything that would make us look like a slut or anything that would be a distraction because, oh, if the guys can't keep their eyes and off of our breasts, then like, We can't wear any v-necks. We can't wear tank tops. We can't wear this. We can't wear that. Blah, blah, blah. Why? Because the fucking men couldn't keep their eyes away. They couldn't act properly. So the women had to pay. The girls had to pay. And so I grew up all my life with that, right? And I'm saying this now as a grown-ass adult that's reflecting. But the time, it's just becomes this internalized idea of like, oh, well, if I wear that, do I look slutty? Like, if I wear that, am I improper? Like, It's so fucking freeing to now be here in Austin and just to go out in my sports bra and to wear tiny little shirts and to wear whatever the fuck I want because I fundamentally know that like I can, I like that is a human right. 
like we should be able to wear what we want to wear and if like without and I yeah that's a whole other conversation wow I'm getting fired up let's take a deep breath (laughs) anyway uh part of this also right body image insecurities all of this I think comes from feelings of not wanting to be different or hormonal because of my period not wanting to stand out because of having a big butt or a flat chest and then just lack of exposure to people feeling confident in their skin I didn't grow up with a lot of people that I like here in Austin I have so many friends and people I admire of like oh they're just so confident in their skin and I see that and I want that for myself and so I work towards it but growing up I didn't have that right like the people around me were constantly like dieting or trying to do things to change their bodies or talking negatively about themselves and so all of these things I think just create this perfect whirlwind for us to struggle with body image and insecurities and being comfortable with our body and its human form you know with all of our glorious parts and all of our glorious features and I just I want to feel free in my body I want to feel comfortable in my skin and I want to just have this this acceptance of this is who I am this is my body it may change and that's okay because I I am more than my body and going into this as i mentioned before i was recently sort of seeing this guy but while we were together uh it brought up a lot you know i'd i was in a good place with my body image i have been feeling better in my body than ever before these last few months here in austin i felt like i finally you know was having some more freedom around food more so following my intuition finding a good groove with what movement feels good for my body You know, I started having my first regular cycles in all my life, so my body was changing. I was accepting it. I was buying new clothes. I was doing really good, and I felt really good. And as the summer months started getting closer, and I started realizing, like, it's swimsuit season. And I kind of had this, like, oh, swimsuit season. Yeah, okay. Emily, you're comfortable in biker shorts and a sports bra, but, like, how do you feel about a swimsuit? Right, so that brought up a few things. Then I sort of, you know, like worked through it, wore a swimsuit out to the pool, went paddleboarding, was like, okay, I can do this. I still feel good. And then, and then I met this guy and he was phenomenal in so many ways. He was great. He never said anything about my body. He actually said wonderful, you know, like just compliments of it whenever I would be in this like self-deprecation mode. But I just found myself struggling so often with overthinking about how my body looked And once more, not because of him, not because of anything he did or said, but because of my own insecurities, my own struggles, right? There's one thing to be comfortable with your body as an individual when you're single, when you're on your own. And then it's something else entirely to be comfortable and confident in your skin when you are, quote unquote, with somebody else. When somebody is in your life in that very intimate way of a relationship or of something more. I just kept getting so in my head about my body and I'd find myself just self-deprecating and tearing myself down, you know, and, you know, we'd be out to dinner or we'd be back at my place, we'd be doing whatever. And all of a sudden I'd just be like, I'd be like, say something about my thighs, my thunder thighs, something about my stomach, something about my flat chest, blah, blah, blah. I'd say all these things. They just pop up out of me before, like, like without me even realizing. They were just like, my insecurities were just like leaking out of me into this semi sort of relationship with this guy. And I mean, it sucked, right? Because it's like, 
I think it's hard and it's it, it can feel hard to be kind of close with somebody and have them constantly tearing themselves down, right? And then you have to be the one to reaffirm them and to support them and be there and remind them of like, no, this is, you know, like, that's, this is it, you know, whatever it is. And I think when you are in a serious relationship, right, that might be something natural. That might be something your partner just does to support you. But I just think it was difficult in this like semi-new, I don't even know if you label it as a relationship. We didn't really put a label on it. I think it was just a lot, you know, and reflecting on that now, I just see how much I was seeking that external validation, you know, and I didn't realize that I needed that. As I said, I knew I was struggling with body image still, but I didn't realize how much internalized insecurities I was still holding on to. You know, I, I felt good solo, but the moment somebody else entered my life in that way, I just, it was like everything came crashing back in. And I needed external validation to really like get myself through these intense body image struggles relating to like just areas of my body that I've always been insecure about, you know? And so I don't know, it's just interesting because I was, you know, I was thinking on that more on Instagram when I'm sharing these things. My community, you guys know, like we don't, body comments aren't helpful. You know, like for the most part, people might say like, oh, like you're so beautiful. Oh, you're glowing, blah, 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 all these things. But they're not saying like, wow, your abs look great. Or wow, your ass looks fantastic. Or wow this or wow that, right? Like we're not directly commenting on people's bodies because we understand the harm that can come from that. And so in that sense, like I, I don't know, it just felt different to then when you're with someone in the flesh and they can kind of validate these body insecurities and they can counter you of being like, oh no, like I love your thighs or like I love your, you know, I, I love your body, whatever it is, like I love your shape. And I, I don't know, I just, I guess I hadn't realized how much I just, it's like a whole new level of it, right? And so I'm in this weird place right now and I just, I've had some like other health struggles pop up as well. So I'm not feeling that great in my body either. And I've been very bloated lately. And so I'm just like, oh, it's like, sorry, that was me saying uh, like U-G-H. That's how I say it. But anyhow, I just, it's hard, you know, like it's hard to just be overwhelmed suddenly with all these like body image thoughts, body image struggles that I thought I had moved past, that I thought I had worked on. And I've definitely found myself like body checking more and just honestly, like even thinking about food a bit too much and about fitness a bit too much and feeling uncomfortable in my clothes. And it's a lot. You know, and I'm sharing this honestly and openly because I'm just a firm believer that the art of storytelling is not to only give the highlights, it's to give the experience, right? Like, I'm not here to say, this is how I fix my body image, and these are the highlights, and these are the points to follow. It's like, no, this is the experience right now. Yes, I've healed my relationship to my body in some ways, but there's still work to do. There are still things coming up. And that could be said for so many aspects of my life, in your life, in everybody's life. And so I'm sharing this openly and who knows how I'll feel a month from now. You know, I'm recording this on June 30th. But this is just here in the present moment, my pure thoughts. This isn't scripted because I want this to be a reminder to any of you that 
Life is one giant experience. It is constantly shifting. It is constantly evolving. And at the end of the day, you have the choice in how you react to it all. And I am choosing to react to this overwhelm of body struggles and overwhelm of just chaotic events happened in this last bit of June here. I'm choosing to react in a way of self-care. I am, you know, like I said in the beginning, I've had a fun month of June, but I really let myself kind of fall out of the groove. And I'm not one for a tried and true routine. I'm not one for like a, you have to follow this routine or else like my day goes to shit. I've done that. I've been there and it didn't work for me. I need flexibility. I need fluidity, but I also need to have a bit of structure. I need to have a groove. I need to have time to incorporate these practices that ultimately are self-care right and that is movement not for the sake of body not for the sake of weight not for the sake of whatever it is i mean movement and walking stretching cleaning around my apartment movement to get my body and my blood flowing and my mind clear that means meditation it means taking time to read taking time to be social and be there with friends Just all these little things that I'm trying to build back into the structure of my day-to-day flexibility so that I can really care for myself as I work through these body image struggles coming up, as I work through these old thoughts and habits that are threatening to really take up space in my mind again. I'm taking time to get grounded with myself again so that I can really do the work that I want to do, so that I can react in this forward-moving way rather than backpedaling into the past, back into old cycles, back into old habits and thoughts and feelings. I want to be present while working towards the future, not repeating my past. Once more, been there, done that, we over it. (laughs) And so that's just, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and it's a journey. It always is, but I, I feel confident. I feel good going into July. You guys will be listening to this probably a week from now I should I should release this soon so it's still relevant but yeah I just I I feel good about going in July I feel like it's going to be a good month of hopefully some calmer energy we won't have mercury in retrograde and full Capricorn moons which you know I'm Capricorn so they got to me but hopefully it'll be a bit calmer of a month I'm going to really try to have that you know focus that intention (laughs) on self-care and self-reflection and slowing down and yeah just really being there for the hard shit and the good shit and all the shit in between um which isn't really shit I don't know (laughs) that was bad word choice of mine but anywho you all get the gist so Hopefully this resonated in some way with you. Hopefully my rambling did not drive you to insanity or drive you to boredom. Hopefully it just, you know, hit home, got you thinking, maybe provided some comfort or some affirmation of something you've been working through or thinking on. Whatever it be, let me know. I would love to connect. Y'all know DMs are where you can find me. We'll chat, we'll communicate. If you're in Austin, hit me up. I would love to meet some of you beautiful, beautiful souls. And you can find all of that and me on Instagram at Emily Feichels and at Let's Thrive Podcast, the podcast. One or the other. Linked below. (laughs) Oh, look at me. We professional here. Uh, And then also, if you like the show and you have seriously like one moment, maybe one minute and 30 seconds, 
Go on Apple Podcasts and leave just a simple rate and review. It helps the show so much. It makes me smile. It makes my heart happy. And I would just love to pick one of y'all to have like a one-on-one phone call with me to win some fun goodies. And I know I've been saying that, but there haven't been reviews. And, you know, that's okay. Understand. It takes time. It takes commitment to give them. But they really mean a lot. And I would love to just pick a giveaway winner to have that one-on-one phone call with to win some goodies, whatever it be. So head on over, do that, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And without further ado, I'll let you all go. Thank you for listening as always, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.